0: Attention, the movie guys love movies. Any comments about the opening of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter are purely for entertainment purposes.
1: What the? State your name for the record.
2: Jin Erso.
1: Forgery of Imperial documents. Possession of stolen property. Aggravated assault. They have
0: ag- aggravated assault in space. <laughs> On your own. Does <laughs> that happen in
3: space? and Aggressive and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it?
0: And they have English accents because they're from space. they're from space. I rebel. I rebel. You talk over the punchline? Oh, sorry. How
4: dare you talk over I'm Star Wars trend. So now I'm- do you get it? I- no, I'm calling BS because you had me. Really, I was really hooked with this Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I wanted to hear more about well, that. That's the thing. Oh. Okay,
1: so Universal not... works for years. Yes. We're bringing the... To inter- literally build Harry a Potter's physical coming. place. Hogwarts, appear. we're building the Wizarding yeah. World of Harry we Potter. Take that's down...
0: made
4: a dollar or two for them,
0: right? <laughs> so, <laughs> We've taken down a classic venue where Steve Martin has performed, the Blues Brothers. And Gibbs
1: Gibson <sighs> Amphitheater. leveled it. They leveled put up Hogwarts. It. It's good to go. Disney says... Hey, we got a new Star Wars movie coming up? <laughs> when should we put out the Same trailer day. for that? Oh. Same day. Same day. Same day is opening here. Oh No man. professional courtesy Pulling some business? Uh, Pulling the rug up. It was, it was, it was a move Grand Moth Tarkin would have been <laughs> proud of. <laughs> Truly. You
4: may fire when ready.
0: I do like the fact that they all Oh, have I thought you said British Grandma ex- Tarkin. No, not Because my Grandma, Grandma
4: Tarkin was a real SOB. No. Oh. Grand Mar. Grand Moth. General. The general, general with the
0: gaunt face. Peter Remember? Cushing. Oh, you yes, know, it's, you know he's
4: evil because it's Peter Cushing. <laughs> I thought it was my Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin's are real... Did she uh, look like Peter Cushing?
1: Well, in a later age, yeah. Welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire. You know, there are times when a critic truly risks something, and that is in the discovery and defense of the new... You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, banter, special guests, and more. You can expect that in the next hour, plus as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's Flyover Zone. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Absolutely. You know, Paul, I'd love to pick up the
4: check, but uh,
1: right now I'm feeling don't sweat not, Bart. Yeah. The
4: show is free. Oh, okay. Well, carry on then.
1: That goes for everybody, and we encourage you to follow on social media at The Movie Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which is also free. Wow. And get interactive, basically just search The Movie Guys on Bing, Google, or... <laughs> Thank you. That's
4: Yahoo.
0: You use it every week. What movie is that from?
4: Uh, Dr. Love. Indeed.
0: Thank wow, you. Wow, good
1: job. I'm on to the
4: lightning
0: round.
1: <laughs> so search us. We come right up. I'm your host for the hardest working comedy show on the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Bart Caius.
4: Spaulding, get your foot off the boat.
1: <laughs> and Karen Volpe.
0: Claire, it's like Geppetto in here.
1: Adam is ill. Ooh,
0: topical and, and yes, recent. And from the boss, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Adam is ill or lying Uh-oh. about uh, an illness in order to go to a redneck truck or double feature at the New Beverly Cinema. Greatest cinema in the world. Who can blame that's him? that's what's happening. Joining us later in the show uh, for our guest segment is someone who's been acting since she was a young girl <laughs> and in that time has appeared on all of your favorite shows. Name one. The X-Files. Yes. House. Yes.
0: Uh, Law and Order.
1: Yes. ER? Yes, and before you continue. Also Crossing George Longmire, CSI, Cold Case, the list goes on and on. That's where I've seen her. TV. Yeah. Once once and always.
0: You know, usually you see celebrities at the Albertsons. And Albertsons
4: are on the sidewalk. But this one was
0: on TV.
1: (laughs) Paul, well done. The legendary star of Anne of Green Gables and now featured in season three of Rain (gasps) the CW Network show as Queen Catherine de' Medici. Yes, correct. Thank you. Uh, Megan Follows will be <laughs> here Yay! later. So that's exciting. Also correct, Megan. Yep. I learned that mm-hmm. today. And as ever, we will bring you movie previews, as we do every week. Good. Prepping you for the big weekend at the Multiplex. And this week sees three new films are really something for everyone. Mm. As this <laughs> we hinted at last week, we have Criminal, Barbershop, The Next Cut. Uh, this really? film it opens on tax day. This is as if getting a buzz cut from the IRS isn't enough. <laughs> Z- and oh later God. in the show, The Jungle Book, one of the Yay! most beloved stories about abandoned children ever to come to the big <laughs> screen. I can't
2: help but notice oh. there's this strange odour today. Man is forbidden! Unmoving! Oh,
1: Does run, I imagine, for the
4: duration of the film.
2: Yeah, that is really <laughs> intense. Question. Yes, sir. Uh,
4: as a point of movie jail. Yes,
2: mm-hmm.
4: I have not seen any Jungle Book at all.
1: Now you know there've been five, different five or more
4: Jungle by or Jungle, Jungle I Bu- Boo bookses, Jungle bookses, Jungles books. It's like attorneys general, <laughs> Jungles <laughs> books. Uh, wow. I haven't seen any of them, and okay, actually well, had the hardcover as a kid. No, wait a minute,
1: but the real one you have to see is, is Disney. One? Is this one or Disney?
0: Well, I well the original this Disney, oh, okay,
1: yeah. Disney animated. Yeah,
4: can you do that? Can so Disney's put out two or oh, three yeah, of these? They've
1: done this. Uh, did,
4: well, Hundred One Dalmatians. They did I was just going to say, then they made a live oh. action. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But I've not and, and this Cinderella.
0: Might, they've done so many versions of oh, yeah. Cinderella. But the last one was quite good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I think
4: this is the Jungle Book I'm going to see. Yeah,
0: this is the Jungle Book you're <laughs> looking for. <laughs> this is the
1: one I'm looking. for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, good. man. That old that's a great cartoon. The first one. It's so great and it's hip
4: and cool and. Didn't they I recently sanitize it? wasn't Wasn't it vaguely racist somehow? They got rid of Baloo doing some scatting know. or shucking and jiving. No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting nods I, from the I, audience. I, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll look into that oh, later. Right. Industry insider says our sensitivities have gotten so heightened that they went back and and wow. cut something out of the jungle, the jungle Book. Jungle Book? Yes. Not Song of the South. The Jungle Book. Correct. Jungle Book. Thank you. I think they just
0: did away with Song of the South.
4: Yes. Yeah. Hollywood veteran has confirmed my suspicions. Right. All the way from the green room. Yes. All well, way. she sent me a text.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right, well, listen, you, uh, you should awesome. see both. Well, from what I've heard, maybe there's 40 c- reviews out there already for the new one. Mm-hmm. All thumbs up. So it's like <laughs> yeah. a 100%. You want
4: to go to hell? R- write write a bad review about Jungle Book. Go <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I dare Tempt you. Tempt the gods. Well,
1: when I looked at IMDb, because you had hinted to me that there were a whole bunch of Jungle Book movies, Jungle yes. Book. Uh, Jungle's Book. Some of them, yeah. They're not going to be getting the reviews. <laughs> it was like a oh my Japanese gosh. anime one that was, oh, was just like it? weird. Oh, yeah. wow. Paul,
0: I just had an amazing thought. Next week, Paul <clears throat> and I are going to uh, watch Bill Murray golf, but he's going to be coming off of a great opening weekend with awesome reviews of Jungle Book. He's going to be super crazy.
4: When I do this, that means timeout. Yes, You're going to go see Bill Murray golf?
0: Oh yeah, you didn't know that? No,
4: I knew you were leaving town. Well, uh, you'll never going to see the me the again. Brothers Charity Golf Tournament. Is Joel going to be there? Yeah. Friend of the show? Does Friend he of know? the show.
0: He, he's yes. going to know when I get there. <laughs> Every, Karen, ah, everyone, everyone knows know.
4: when you get there. <laughs> when you get wherever you go, you. everyone all, knows. Bill Murray's security will be <laughs> alerted.
0: <laughs> and then his brother will hide because yeah. I'll know him. So he'll be in big oh, trouble.
4: I, I predict big things for you in this
1: golf weekend.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, I want to
1: go back to the quote I laid at the top of the show yes. with. Uh, there are times when a critic truly risks something, and that is in the discovery and defense of the new. You know what that's from? No,
4: I didn't even know that that was a joke. It's, or Ratata- it's not really a joke.
1: It's oh. just a cool thing about criticism. It's oh. from Ratatouille.
0: Ratatouille. Because Pixar is,
1: you know, some of the best filmmakers out there and their scripts are yeah. just as great as their animation and their voice talent. Uh, they're just amazing. And uh that that's from ego He's like the bad guy, but eventually he reveals that little gem that, you know, it's actually a risk to get behind something that's new and exciting and and he says the world is often unkind to new talent, new creations, the new Needs friends. I thought that was cool. I'm I'd like to be a friend of the nude.
0: <laughs> not nude. nude. Oh, I'm a- sorry, and then yes. when
1: when Anton goes to uh, what is it called the restaurant
4: where I like to think Randy I'm already works. a friend of the nude, character. I'm so, sure yeah,
0: you are.
1: Me. When <laughs> when Anton goes and he has the meal at the at the, eventually at the end a guestos or whatever it was uh, where he funniest, makes ratatouille. It's the funniest moment of the yeah. movie when he eats the food. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Adam also he couldn't be here because he was at the, he's sick. Yep. Or is he at the New Beverly watching this?
2: They got the muscle. They own the law. You're
4: under arrest for the murder of Wayne Hallard. They terrify his wife.
0: Take the deal and let's get the hell away from here.
4: He's a working man who's had enough. dog. You know who this is. You call him, I'll tell him I'm coming here.
0: So, that's that truck driver movie?
1: Yeah, well, White Lion Fever, I think it's oh, called. It's dear. With Jan Michael Vincent just oh. going to get some bad guys in all <laughs> 70s clothing and cars. Oh.
0: Is it from the 70s or is it supposed to look like a 70s Here's movie? Here's what it's teamed up with Henry Fonda's
2: a truck and car. Now, that's it a 70s a movie. Wouldn't
0: have no
4: luck at all. <laughs> He's got a stolen rig hauling seven shady ladies. Hey,
0: leave me alone. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> Ain't nobody that
4: guy. he has got the front door and the wireless convoy to hit the south, and Smokey's out to shut him down. <laughs> It's the Great Smoky Roadblock, Sunday, right after Disney and Chips on NBC. All oh, those
1: Smokies. Oh, Not only is an old so trailer amazing. great, but it's also great to find out what it was playing with. Uh, Disney and Chips. <laughs> was that
4: Casey Kasem? was
2: yeah. it was, that was Casey
1: G's Kasem. You used to do your NBC yeah, lineups every night.
4: I, I grew up in Ohio, um, and trucker, Trucker and Trucker Life and Trucker Talk... Smoking the Bandit, uh, Convoy. As kids, we played that out in the front yard. Yeah, and oh those my played gosh. last
0: month. The New yeah. Beverly
4: is
1: the greatest cinema in the world.
0: <laughs> my we brother t- had a trucking shirt, Keep on Trucking, and it had a truck on it. He I would it. I only it, take it off. <laughs> he, would, he was little, and he would only take it off so my mom could wash it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I didn't have a handle though. Oh, oh no, well, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Chubby, Chubby Tough. I think that C- was my handle. Were you handle. on the CB? Uh, okay. We had, so a CB. we had CBs in the neighborhood. And we had next door neighbors had a CB, and they had uh, a, a base in their home, right? And they had that that tall, that tall, C, that tall yeah. CB uh, <laughs> that looks like an old old timey phone that yeah. you hold. And then their two cars were wired to CBs, and they would talk to each other like going to the grocery store, and yeah. it would interfere with our television reception. Ah. And so we would hear their conversations <laughs> ah. on our TV because that's back when nobody had cable. It was to all watch the Browns lose? Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: And Wait. now we hear John and Karen having a John and Sharon actually having a conversation my, about picking up soup.
0: I remember a really specific C B radio moment. My dad and I were going to get ice cream and we lived out in the middle of nowhere, so it took like twenty minutes each way to mm-hmm. go to the nearest little store. And so on the drive, my dad would hold the C B radio up and I'd sing into it. And so my mom was home listening to me sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star Aww. until I screamed and she thought we got an accident. <laughs> but what happened was the light hit the reflection in the window just right, and it looked like, in my mind, Darth Vader's hand was coming in the window. Of course, of course. Because Star Wars was really big then, and my mind was all captured by that. And it was um, the reflection of the radio and the red and the black. And I started screaming, thinking Darth Vader was going to get us in all your I- car.
1: Darth yeah. Vader was coming to get you in your car. <laughs>
4: yeah. No, but I have visions I was of really little Karen driving through the neighborhood <laughs> and everybody's TVs being yes. <laughs> interrupted by her "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." As she goes by their homes. It was awesome.
1: I freaked CB out. CB means, of course, Citizens Band, oh. uh, and oh. um, believe na- today the Citizens Band is uh, Twitter. So I ask <laughs> you, on CB, oh. was uh, it as racist and negative as uh, Twitter? Uh,
4: I also, as uh, as a young man. Um, moved furniture as a summer job and, and anyone who's looking for a summer job if you have the opportunity to move furniture don't it is the <laughs> worst thing why you could would do. i know? i <laughs> don't want to do that it's friends <laughs> ask me and i say no <laughs> exactly i'm yeah. not going to do it in an afternoon let alone for a career yeah. um, and so i've spent some time in trucks doing long hauls and yeah yeah okay. the answer to the question is let's
0: get on to our first film <laughs> of the yeah. weekend
4: barbershop two electric boogaloo Actually, this is the third
1: Barbershop movie, not the second. Oh, man. You mean I missed Electric Boogaloo installment? No, that's because there was no Boogaloo installment of the franchise. Oh, great. Something to look forward to then. All right. Well, you seem qualified to talk about it. Is it because of my hair, Let's tell the people all they need to know about Barbershop, (laughs) the next cut. Here we go.
4: For anyone who has felt that Spike Lee's shy rack didn't address the issue of violence in Chicago strongly enough, There's Barbershop 3, the new batch.
1: It's been ten years since the crew of Calvin's Barbershop shot the breeze while cutting box fades, and nothing has changed except the color of the president and the zigzag pattern you have to run in when going to the corner store now in Chicago.
4: The first and second barbershop movies were little more than chronicles of a day in the life of. But Barbershop, the legend of Curly's Gold, promises to break new ground by examining a whole bunch of days in the life of. The neighborhood has changed and the streets are turning mean, I think.
1: And so the barbershop springs into action.
4: The barbershop is the pillar of the neighborhood. So we turn the shop into our safe space with free cuts and styling. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul. Did I just hear the phrase safe space uttered at the barbershop? What's next? Gluten-free heat hair weaves? Hashtag barbershop saves the neighborhood is trending on Twitter.
2: Can
0: I get a selfie with you?
4: What the white girls want? They lost? Dear Lord, it's even worse than I thought. The barbershop is being invaded by white people. Oh, there it goes in the neighborhood.
1: Before he can say, I'll take a kid and play, <laughs> Ice Cube's character is now a father and worries that the crime his son is exposed to might turn his child into a thug or pimp or only
4: able to express his dislike of authority and rhyme. <laughs> the entire original cast returns along with some new faces that you'd swear were in the previous movies. Actually, some of the biggest stars of
1: music industry appear in Barbershop the next cut.
2: Baby I'm how I'm Barbershop Bye. Barbershop Bye. From, Bye. from the Bye. Simpsons Bye. Not, not that
1: Barbershop okay. referring to Ice Cube, Nicki Minaj, and Common All of whom have starring roles in this third installment of the Barbershop franchise It started in 2002 Back when Ice Cube was still a music star Sort of
4: That's right, this installment of Barbershop has its sass factor dialed up a notch or two With the addition of its newest cast member, Nicki Minaj's butt And if you wanna be Beyonce featuring Jay-Z Boom, boom
2: with all that ass, she ain't safe nowhere.
1: <laughs> and the sequel all once right. again features the antics of Cedric the Entertainer, heard
4: there continuing to shake the burden of having to live up to his surname. This looks ambitious, carrying on the film franchise while addressing gang crimes in their neighborhood. Although, if they only focused on the shooting aspect and how serious that gets, they should have called this film "Barbershop." Who's gonna shave me? Oh, oh,
1: Barbershop 3, The Secret of the Ooze, <laughs> delivers exactly what we expect from not only sequels, but haircuts as well. Give me the same, but different. <laughs> there you go. That's Barbershop 3. The next cut. <laughs> What's the second one called?
4: Uh, back oh. in Business. Oh, I think so. Okay. Back back at it. Cutting again. Cutting again. <laughs> Karen, we, we open the floor to you.
0: I'm trying to think of... Um... If I've ever been in a barber shop, I don't know women.
4: No, go, these these things don't really exist, right? These places. Yeah, don't really exist. yeah, yeah. About, yes, that's why there's this oh. movie. Yeah, it's like it's like the '80s party and John Hughes movies. They never really happened. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. didn't happen. Okay, no. right. These happen. These have, still I, happen. I think that. And the way they
1: laugh in this trailer, I want to go there. They well, just laugh. They just cut jokes and laugh I, all Yeah, day. I, I don't know
4: how they're making any money.
1: <laughs> they're not. They even said we're giving out free cuts <laughs> to save the neighborhood.
0: I have a feeling that it, it's um, kind of like hanging out in a coffee shop, only it's not like you keep going there to get your haircut. You go there to visit your friends who work there, and you go there to get... To hang out with your friends and on your way home from work and stuff. It's more of a social thing.
4: I haven't been to a barber in well, twelve years. He has,
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't have a lot of hair, so it's hard <laughs> for him to relate to I all can this. get this at home. I can <laughs> grow that
4: long and you could have You that could grow this long. Greg Nicotero. Look. Oh God. do you have any idea what this would look like at any length at all? It would just be a disaster. Uh,
0: well, I do want to say that we had a girl that was working on the show with us and she was lovely and we were doing the live show, and so we had to oh, wear wigs and this stuff. Is brilliant. And uh He puts on a wig because he was playing a rock star, and she just looked at him and stopped cold and said, you look really great with hair. She said- Is that what she said? No.
4: She said, and I quote, thanks for letting me remember all this. Yeah, Um, She she was
0: complimenting you in a way. She said, oh my God, you look so much better with hair. okay. And I said- (laughs) She was young. I said, no, no, it
4: gets better. And I said, well, thank you, Kristen. She's like, no, no, I didn't mean that. I just meant younger.
0: Oh, no. Oh.
4: (laughs) You what do, could have been, ladies and gentlemen, what could have been? with
0: hair. I, it's true. It's really it's true. true. I, again. We have an idea that he should be able to wear whatever hair he wants.
4: Casual hair. I should be able to just show up with hair that goes with the outfit. Oh, like yeah. I worked this uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter event. Yeah. Billy Bob short- showed up.
1: In his hair. Red carpet hair. Yeah.
0: That's yeah.
4: what I'm yeah, saying. red carpet hair. And no one's calling BS on that because no. we all know he's doing it just because it goes well with the vest.
0: Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It went well. It was white, sort of shaggy, shaggy. It went well with the army type jacket. What? He had like a, f- army type jacket.
4: a whole effect? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It
0: kind of looked, yeah, it was shaggy, kind of um, hipstery.
4: Billy you get some Borden. red carpet hair. I need yeah. some red carpet. I need evening hair, active hair, Maybe sporting hair. Well, this is movie the Movie guy's hair. hair. Movie guy hair. Yeah, this is sporting. This is sporting. Your head hair. can breathe this way. I can swim and jog and I don't have to worry about stuff.
1: Uh, okay back to the movie I think I'm gonna see this because <laughs> yes. I like the fact that they're taking the comedy mm-hmm. and actually do I mean t- it's quite a risk perhaps to take the comedy and having fun and t- to actually address a serious issue that's going on in Chicago. Mm-hmm. i'll
4: I'll be curious to see how they address it yeah. I don't know I don't know who who they're pointing the finger at I don't uh-huh. know if they are pointing the finger I want to know how the barbershop saves this neighborhood yeah. how does that happen yeah, it is know. a safe space actually. if they all. don't then we have the final cut coming after this.
0: Did so you burp or a f- safe space a pass out? What did me, you do? I just safe space. Just
4: get over your safe it's space. It's kind
0: of like going to the um, fire department. You can drop off your baby there. So you, it's a safe space. <laughs> just drop your baby Let's off. Let's get on to our next movie. movie. What?
1: <laughs> Let's get on to our next movie. It's The Jungle Book. Electric Boogaloo. Bart? The countdown to the live-action Black Cauldron continues as Disney presents its latest people-fied adaptation of an animated classic, The Jungle Book. Now, who would want to talk about this? Karen,
0: perhaps? Get down, get down, get down. Get down, get down. Get down, In what actors all across Hollywood are hoping is a new trend, animated characters are being replaced by real-life human beings in this reimagining, re-envisioning, remaking, re-improving version of The Jungle oh. Book. Say, are you the
1: kind of moviegoer that likes to criticize and find some kind of fault with every movie you see? Well, move along, movie Scrooge. You are entering a snark-free movie zone because this is the preview for Disney's The Jungle Book starring Bill Murray, who voices Baloo the Bear. So, do your best, movie misanthrope. I dare you to find a single thing wrong with this sweet and enduring tale of a boy's passage into manhood, a journey of self-discovery with a myriad of jungle characters that help him learn about life and himself along the way. That's what I thought.
0: The Jungle Book is so classic that it was a classic long before Disney called everything they make a classic. I'm looking at you, Treasure Planet. Ooh,
1: The original Jungle <laughs> Book. Call it out,
0: Treasure Planet. That That's right. Place.
1: That's brave. <laughs> the original Jungle Book was released in 1967, which explains the character of Eagle Knievel. <laughs> <sighs>
0: That's so stupid. Shh, enough out of you. The animated classic, The Jungle Book, with the latest feature film Walt, the last feature film Walt Disney had an actual hand in before his death in 1966. He closely reviewed the scripts and helped make it a family-friendly cartoon filled with jokes and songs.
1: By contrast, this new live-action version looks like a hyped-up, aggressive, danger-filled Disney. Like they took Walt out of his cryogenic freezer and rinsed him off with the blood of Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: To show them how this rose it discos.
1: I just <laughs> never understand what he says.
0: It's pretty realistic. I'd buy it as Disney Nature's The Jungle Book.
1: Director Jon Favreau decided against making this film a musical like the original because it was hard to find talking animals that also sang. <laughs> We're nothing if not about news here. <laughs> Everyone's uh, yeah. so specialized these days. Plus, there's not <laughs> a lot of multidisciplinary <laughs> yeah. wildlife. No more triple threat animals yeah. out there.
0: Baloo is known for the most famous song, which I know we all know. Oh, here it comes. All right.
1: That might have been from his <clears throat> television show. It might have been. Mm. The voices that make up this ensemble of beloved Disney characters couldn't be better. No, it couldn't. Ah, Karen's pretty excited about this one. She couldn't
0: sleep. Can I introduce him?
1: Karen's been excited the whole show to reveal one particular cast member. Go ahead, Karen. I know you're primarily going to see this movie for... Ben
0: Kingsley!
4: Hmm? Wait, what?
0: Is there any better voice to bring off the cool authority of Mowgli's panther ally, Bagheera, than Kingsley, who first rose to prominence in the Royal National Theatre production of Valpone?
1: You Cara, have a point, Cara.
0: That But that's not the what, cast member you
1: told me was involved in the bear sex dream you told me about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, also starring the movie is the voice of Giancarlo Esposito.
1: All right, stop messing around.
0: The Jungle Book also stars Bill Murray. God damn it, Bill f- Murray! <laughs> <laughs> and since he may not sing Baloo's famous song in the movie, at least he sang it on TV last week when he went on Jimmy Kimmel Live.
1: We have not rehearsed
0: this.
2: <laughs> a Five, six, seven, eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they called
2: the bare necessities, necessities oh. the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. He's
1: just the greatest guy in the world, right,
2: Phil Murray?
4: The great casting is that. And if you haven't seen this clip, he's the wearing a great hat. <laughs> hat. <laughs> he's got he's an amazing hat, hat on when he's doing this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got a whole outfit. <laughs> We're all going to see and by all yes. i mean everybody that lives everybody yeah.
0: is going to see that so as that
4: clip demonstrated mm-hmm. this is the point i wanted to make earlier yes. how did we now just now think about voice casting bill murray how has this not happened before has he done voice did he do garfield is that oh, yeah he, did, he garfield. did garfield he did fantastic mr fox yeah oh was he oh, okay he did osmosis mm-hmm. jones all right but you didn't see that i didn't see any of those <laughs> um, <clears throat> I remember Garfield, and he took Garfield because he he got the Coen Brothers confused, right? He signed it signed up based but he on. He did the
1: sequel, so he can only say something. Yeah, well, yeah. The check cleared <laughs> on the first one, so of course <laughs> yeah. he's doing the second
0: one. Um, uh, one thing I like about well, I like everything about Bill Murray, but a uh, thing that I like very much about Bill Murray and this character is they come together with the idea that um that Bill's been spouting even as far back as where is it as the the Razor's Edge, the idea that life is going to be, it, it's not. Controllable, and it's more of how you look at life that makes it what it is. And you just have to live every moment with the people that you're with, because that's the only moment you can control or have any say in. So if you're always looking to the future or the past, you can always be waiting for something to happen and be anxious about it, or be regretting something maybe that you did in the past. So he has been doing poetry readings. He did a poetry reading on um, what did and he Kimmel. on Kimmel yep, same night
1: because he was because. Someone approached him about poetry. It was Oprah. In a magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he had, next thing and, you know, he had a page. And he had,
0: he had, his his had favorites. a couple of his favorites, and he read it. And, and it's really just about taking the exact moment you're in and living it. And it's really a brave thing to do because you always want to plan for the future and, and what if something goes wrong. But that's what this character is all about, even the bare necessities song. You just need what you need to get by right now.
1: It that is inspired casting. Mm-hmm.
4: That was a From dive, humor deep dive there, To that deep dive, yeah. deep dive. I
0: just love Bill Murray. But that, I'm just... I just don't know what I'm going to do if anything ever happens to him. I'm probably going to have to stay home for a well, while.
4: Day will come. But uh, no, uh, there's just...
2: There's but just you're nothing. not supposed to look... You immediately I look to, to the, the future. future. See, I you're messed up. You're
0: You're rooting for his death. <gasps> no. Oh,
4: dear Lord. Not rooting.
1: Prepare.
0: Uh, but uh, still, let's I, go. I, I do have is, to I was trying to figure out what... When we see him next week, I was trying to figure out... Again, thinking in the future, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to handle it. When I met Lyle Lovett for the first time, I just stood there like an idiot and smiled, and then he finally saw that and went, "Hi, I'm Lyle Lovett." And I went, "Hello,"
1: <laughs> and that was the end of it. Thank you for the last name, because otherwise, I'd have no idea which
4: Lyle you are. <laughs> who's a tall, handsome really Texan nice. guy with the big hair? Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: But you've so. you've moved on to that, so now you're yeah. Now we're buddies. With, yeah, yeah buddies. I've gotten
0: past that. Imagine
4: if you were as good of Friends with Bill Murray as you are with Lyle, Lovett. it. Imagine that in your life. Don't look forward into the future. Just imagine it's it now. now. Imagine it happening now. Mm. I have nothing snarky to say about this movie.
0: Yay, or that's amazing. It's,
4: I, it was so hard to write jokes for this <laughs>
0: thing. <laughs> I'm like I want to go the, see this beautiful The voice film. casting is going to be really amazing. There's yeah. lots of really cool people. Scarlett Johansson is in yeah, it too. Yeah, it did scare
1: me off too cuz sometimes Ooh. you see like it's one of the mm-hmm. early trailers didn't have them talking and then the next trailer they were talking and you're like like I remember a movie came out called Dinosaur from Disney about 2000. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first trailer was no talking and then the next movie they talked and it kind of threw it kind of punched a hole in the magic that mm-hmm. the first trailer set up. And so I was hoping it, the the voice talent effect, every, it every it's like everything just John
0: here. Favreau, too, fantastic director, really creative. Yeah.
4: What character does uh, oh. Scarlett voice? The Python,
0: a, a snake. Yeah,
4: because I don't. She can't say anything without slightly getting me aroused. Well, so it's going to happen. I mean, because she's I, a
0: sexy snake. It's
4: got the sexiest voice in the world, right? She's got one of the. She's
0: I mean, a, She had a fantastic. Bill voice Murray, in that. then
4: Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> and voices are that are sexy. Yeah. That's your order, right yes. there.
0: Now, um, this is something I wanted to bring up because the great Gary Shanling, he passed away recently. He's in this. Yeah. He plays, um, I went and I looked it up. He plays a little porcupine named oh, Icky, I K K I. And it wasn't sure. in the animated movie, it was originally in the book. And so John Favreau wanted him to do it, and uh, he asked him to do it. And the neat thing is that Gary Shanling wasn't happy with what he did in the first recording. So he asked John Favreau if he could go back. And Favreau's like, No, you can't make it any better. You did great. And he goes, No, I know I can. And then Favreau goes, well, it's sort of locked as far as the animation. You're going to have to make everything move to the movement. He said, I got it. Went back in and made it even better. And because he went and did that, he was able to see his parts before he passed away. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. And a little shout
1: out to Jimmy Corain, our guest from a couple of weeks ago. Who just had Favreau on his show Improv Nerd? So go to oh, Favreau cool. Audio and listen to Improv Nerd. He's got a good interview with. Uh, and there's another Bill Murray story. Ah, oh, we, I gotta we had check that out. Rhett Reese on here who wrote Deadpool <gasps> and talked about on Zombieland how you gotta track Bill Murray down for your project. He has another similar story. Like he's an enigma. That's amazing. So, but it's fun. All right. All right. Well, for our final film, fans demanding a reunion of the JFK cast have partially gotten their wish with Criminal which brings together Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Oldman to support Costner in the lead role. Bart, let's talk about it. Here we go. Criminal. 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 Yeah. After the untimely death of a young, handsome, agile CIA agent played by Ryan Reynolds, his memories, skills, and the secret to how Deadpool made that much money are implanted into the mind and body of an (laughs) aging death row (laughs) inmate with arthritis, a bad hip, and a penchant for napping. Maybe we made that last part up. But with the wide availability of Keanu Reeves, why would you choose some old guy in death row as the person into whom you implant this great
4: resource of ability? Because that death row inmate is Kevin Costner? You make a good argument. Thank you. And so they take the memories, skills, and abilities of a dead CIA agent and implant them into the death row inmate with anger issues. What What could could
2: possibly possibly go go right? right?
4: A whole bunch of stuff goes right if you're making an action movie where
1: Kevin Costner kicks a whole bunch of ass. That's what goes right. (laughs) So it's up to Gary Oldman to have Costner complete the CIA operative's mission.
4: Everybody getting this so far? (laughs) Yay, Ben Murray! Hmm. A spy that can't remember anything about his life and has to fight both the good guys who control him and the bad guys who want him dead just to stay alive and win his freedom? Now, where have I seen this before?
0: Matt Damon. Oh, oh yes. right, yeah. Jan Stroop, Dutch program.
3: He needed protection. Remember? You got him to the safe house. Where did you put him? That is all we need to know.
1: All right, sounds simple enough, right? I mean, I'm sure that's all he does in this movie. Costner remembers the stuff, and then he tells the appropriate authorities what they want to know, and then that is that. <laughs> Or all that happens. Okay, so maybe things don't go quite as smoothly as they planned.
2: It's a movie, isn't it?
4: (laughs) The idea of transferring memories and wiping out other memories was given to the CIA by the same scientists who have mastered the art by wiping the memories of people in RoboCop, Total Recall, Selfless, Blade Runner, and more. This time they called the procedure Operation Let's Try Again. (laughs) Kevin Costner keeps his streak of probably
1: watchable performances alive as Jericho Stewart winner of the Name a Nicolas Cage character contest, narrowly beating out Quaker Wells, the actual name of the
4: character played in Criminal by Gary Oldman. Ryan Reynolds' shape-shifting career continues. First, it was the movie Selfless, where Ben Kingsley's character's personality was implanted into the body of Ryan Reynolds' character. Mm-hmm. Next, it was Deadpool, where Ryan Reynolds' body is transformed into a superhero and his face is hidden by a mask. Now, we have Criminal, which is another movie where Ryan Reynolds' character's personality is put into someone else's body. Why do movies keep on hiding Ryan Reynolds from me? <laughs> I'm sorry, but am I missing something? Between his personality and his face, isn't his face the more charming of those two? The film, shame on you. The film also stars Jerry
1: Lewis's favorite actress. Nice lady, Wonder Woman is Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Ryan plays Bill Pope, Gal plays Jill Pope. Bill and Jill Pope, the Popes.
4: So, how do you justify having a 60-something Kevin Costner alongside a 30-something leading lady? Well, you implant the memories of her real husband into Costner. Way to go, Hollywood. Wow. (laughs) Hashtag national equal Pay Day.
0: Brilliant.
1: The trailer does that awesome thing where a dude comes out of nowhere at the end of the movie. I love this, by the (laughs) way. He comes out of nowhere at the end of the trailer, a guy you've never heard before, and he says the name of the movie. He's not guiding you through the whole film. He just kind of shows up at the end and says, here's the name of the movie. Uh, I think we all remember when a film uh, you may not remember called Ouija did this. Ouija. That guy is back with Criminal.
2: Who is that really?
1: Guy? He just shows up at the end. <laughs> to miss this film would be criminal. Who does Kevin Costner play in this movie? He plays the criminal. You, you can even go outside of this movie and play with that guy's drop.
4: I don't like the way they've handled the characters of Batman, and Superman in the latest movie. That bad, huh? Not just bad, Paul. It's criminal. Yeah, which
1: <laughs> will Jericho Apollo Landmass defeat Alabaster Praxis and the agents of Ether Necktie? Find out this weekend. There you Yay! go can't imagine why you had a hard yeah, time with that sentence, Paul. That
0: sentence is insanity. The word I screwed up. What?
1: The word I screwed up. I recorded that line twice for those of you that don't, who don't know. We're not live.
0: That's a crazy uh, The word line. I screwed
4: up was will, though, in all Oh.
0: Things, so I, <laughs> not alabaster praxis? No. Yeah. Oh.
4: Ryan yeah. Reynolds is not easy to say. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. It's a tongue
0: twister. It is. Ryan Reynolds. I do agree with you, though. I never thought of that before. Ryan Reynolds is absolutely 100% charming, looking, and sounding, and being. Sexiest man alive. But there's something about covering up his face. They
4: keep hiding him. Why do you do that? (laughs) They put him in Ben Kingsley's (laughs) body. They put him in a suit. They put him in Kevin Costner's (laughs) body. (laughs) To
1: hide Ryan Reynolds' face is just
4: Ah, criminal. I've always thought he looked a little like a Berenstain Bear, though.
0: Oh my word. Or is that
4: is that criminal? Is that criminal to say? <laughs> is
0: it? Is it? Is it, is it criminal. Criminal. Um, he's a got a he little. Looks like a
1: Berenstein bear.
0: He's <laughs> smiley. He's got a big s- smiley face, maybe. You know what? Maybe.
4: Listeners at home are going to look this up, and they're going to go, you know, that Bart's got a point.
0: That Bart's mm. got a, he's got a point, all right.
4: Um, mm. And he's not, uh, he's not credited in the trailer. When they do the, they not the scroll, they'll they will flash names on the screen during the mm-hmm. trailer, Kevin Costner yeah. or Gal Gadot. Yeah, I didn't
0: know he was in this. They don't put his name
4: up, yeah, and he's he, not on the wiki page. He's doing like
1: an uncredited type of thing, yeah, like Robin mm. Williams used to do. I was telling Bart, you know, watch Dead Again or The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. You'll see Robin Williams pop up uncredited, though.
4: And um something else happens during this trailer that made me lose a little bit of hope because I did not see Three Days to Kill. Paul, you saw that. Yeah, it's Kevin fun. Costner pulls it off, right? Oh absolutely tough guy beating up people. He's great at great. that. And it's the bodyguard he's been great yeah, at that. Yeah, he's right? really great at that. Um so I was like, Oh, I'm I'm kinda in for this. It is a total born identity kind of ripoff slash selfless. It looks like a
1: Luke Besson movie, but yeah. it's not set in France, so it is not a Luke Besson movie.
4: And then halfway through the trailer, the music score changes and it turns all lovey dovey. And he's got this relationship that I gotta worry about now with the wife and the daughter. I'm like, I don't want to just start shooting people. You
0: just, know, Paul whole- and I were talking about this the other day. Um, this has nothing to do with this movie, but it has to do with you, Bart.
4: <laughs> then I'm all
0: ears. We, <clears throat> we need to get a drop where whenever we talk about Tom Cruise, it starts playing that song by All um, I do is win. Win, 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 What? <laughs> <or> <laughs> Gonna win, win, win. 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 <laughs> Because that that's all just he does. is what you want. You want your lead character to win, win, win. Yeah.
4: I don't ever want to worry about whether or not he's not going to win. Right. Whether or not he's going to save the day. Well, the he's good news is, you know Ryan Reynolds dead at the beginning.
1: Yeah. So you don't have to worry about him. He's going to be dead <laughs> and it'll be, well, but and we'll see what happens. They and then can, we'll see what happens. Can they get him out of Kevin Costner? Or did they have to eliminate Kevin Costner entirely from Kevin Costner?
4: No, he's going to he's gonna fall in love with the wife and then the, that's what's going to happen.
0: It's going to be like Ghost.
4: Yeah. He's exactly. gonna
0: make out with Whippy Goldberg. Oh, Ugh.
1: <laughs> but here's the deal. Today's Whippy had... Goldberg
4: or ghost Whoopi Goldberg? Well, there's <laughs> not much
1: <laughs> You said that Ryan Reynolds Ben Kingsley went his memories in Selfless went into Ryan Reynolds' head. Now Ryan Reynolds is going into Kevin, Kevin Costner. Postman. So it's on yes. Costner to hand it off in some future movie, right?
4: Yes. Speak and there's another movie where this happened, but we got to see Ryan Reynolds. It was with um Jason Bateman. What was it? Where they the change up?
0: Sh- that up.
4: was a really yeah. good movie. Yeah.
0: It's when they pee into a fountain.
4: They cross streams. Don't mm-hmm. cross the streams, right? Yeah, you, you saw that on TBS. Probably, it was, the, right? it was yeah. part of the TBS report. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, that was actually a pretty good movie. But he does a lot of like shape-shifting, Freaky Friday movies. That's true. Yeah.
0: It's going to remake it, Inner Space.
1: And then he does R.I.P.D. Oh. I just think Oh, that's right. That's good. God, okay, that's that. enough new movies. Let's talk that. with our guest, Megan <gasps> Follows, who herself has been in plenty of movies. And we'll get to the bottom of all of them and do that right after 10 seconds of break. So we'll be back in just about 10.
4: Hey, Megan, how many people are playing the piano in that song?
3: Uh, I'm going to say one.
4: Uh, Yeah, but it sounds like a lot more, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can't be just two hands making all that...
1: (laughs) It goes on, doesn't it? I never played yes. this song. She rocks out.
0: It's one of the girls from my group, the Bay Sisters. That's Leah Finkelstein playing. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Nice. And all her fingers. And all her fingers. The <laughs> Finkelstein fingers. fingers. And
1: her 10, uh, and her band of 10. Yes.
4: Fingersteins. That's the terrible. Fingersteins. <laughs> Batten pending.
0: Oh,
1: Leah. <laughs> Our guest is among us, as you may be able to tell, who started acting at a very young age and continues to work steadily today. Yeah. Phew. She yeah.
2: <laughs> Good job, you.
0: <laughs> 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 she appeared
1: as Anne yeah. in Anne of Green Gables. And I know we mentioned a bunch of other TV shows where she appeared earlier. Here's more: Brothers and Sisters, <laughs> Lie to Me, CSI Miami, The Division, Family <laughs> Law, countless more. Today, she can be seen as Queen Catherine on the CW's Reign, which returns Monday, nice. April Congratulations. 20th. Now that will be its spring launch. It,
3: yes, yeah, so, yeah, we we did half of the <laughs> season three, and uh, the winter finale actually was an episode that I directed. Oh, oh great! Yes. Good for I was going to bring
1: that up. That's, oh, it's Megan Followers. I should. Yay. Say. Yay. Yay.
3: <laughs>
0: That is awesome. Good for you. Thank you. That's yeah. Cool.
4: I have a, a slightly personal question oh, dear. about he that. Jumps and, then, right in. and then well then we're gonna get back to your list of TV credits because there was one missing that I was I'm very curious about. Okay. <laughs> um but when you get to direct and this you don't have to tell me the amount, but if you want to, you can. Okay.
0: <laughs> do you get two paychecks? Uh,
3: yes you do. Sweet. Hey,
4: you nice.
0: Know. You know, I'm glad to hear that on the Woman Equality Day. You get a fee
4: for the two services, right?
3: Yes you do. Wonderful. If you're doing them both, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay.
4: I saw
1: That's a, uh, cool. an interview with you on a um, Canadian television show. I assume it was Canadian. Uh, <laughs> they're they're, often, good. <laughs> they're chances awfully chances polite good. to each other, as I'm assuming <laughs> it was. But and he showed a clip of when you were a, a young kid being interviewed talking about how you wanted to direct. Oh, yeah. And so I looked for where you directed, oh. and it just happened this year. I mean, you've directed stage, yeah. but for, for film
3: and TV, it just happened. It just happened. So good happened. on you. Thank you. Yeah, It was a long time making that dream happen. <laughs> now, this was for
1: Rain, right? And and you, uh, everybody, anybody give any trouble? anybody give you a hard time on the set? Or they all, you know, oh,
3: not to my face. Queen Catherine's (laughs) directing (laughs) now. My face. (laughs) (laughs) That's the nice thing when you're actually on the show. They gotta hide that. There you go. And what
4: is the what's the draw? Everyone says, "Well, what I really want to do is direct." I've been on movie sets and around. It seems like a lot of work.
3: <laughs> it is. I'd rather just
4: stand around and act. <laughs> but <do that>. oh, <laughs> not knowledge.
3: everybody does want to do it, and yeah. and there's probably good reason for that. <laughs> but I did want to do it, um, and I and I'm I want to do more.
4: What's it yeah. like to want to direct? So how you were on this third season mm-hmm. before you were able to direct it? Do you end up just having a vision for the show that you think needs to be brought, or do you think I can carry the vision that's being? Uh, portrayed already? How, how, does, well, how does that work? I can see somebody who says, I have a vision for a movie and I want to be a director, yeah. but here's three seasons of a TV show. <laughs> Don't screw it up. Yeah, you
3: almost have no, to no, follow no, and yeah. uh, stay in the line. Yeah, right? you do. And so the second one is very true. You have to be able to deliver and, and perhaps in the best way, build upon the, the vision that's already established. And so that's the great thing when you're in a show and particularly in our show and when you're living in a castle, you, know, <laughs> you just... Um, know that world so well so it was an absolute delight for me because I know those sets I've been I've done despicable things in most of those sets <laughs> mm. as my character talk as my slowly Bart's oh. yes. <laughs> yes. like I'm <laughs> taking <laughs> notes and um and it's kind of a delicious world to to play in so it was a it was a, a treat
1: with that give the uh Novice viewers' summation of what to expect. Should they go? And I'll tell them where to go. Hulu, right? You can go to Hulu and watch all the seasons, You much. can.
3: I think it's on Netflix now as well. It's on iTunes, um, and it's on Hulu. It's coming back on the air. Um, April 25th. Fourth yeah. season? No. no, no. Well, uh, but actually, it was just and, renewed. And we're oh. and we're going to be starting our fourth season Great. in June. Great. So, um, so what is it about? Was that what you asked? Yeah. Me? You know, <laughs> is it what actually? The hell is, it about is it
0: inspired <laughs> by history, or does it relive history? Does it reimagine? Well, I, history? no, I would say
3: it's yes, Okay. Um, yes, yes, and yes. Oh, good. Um, okay. Well, yeah, a lot of yeses. <laughs> it's a historical fantasy. Um, we are dealing with real, some real characters. The primary Mary Queen of Scots. We've got Queen Elizabeth, Catherine de Medici, who I'm playing. Um, so there's the the players in the court, and then other ones that we bring in. There are a lot of uh, factual characters and events and then of course it's really sort of a delicious um, kind of soap and, and drama um, so we get to just kind of make up all kinds of crazy things in the castle
4: but it's more funny than anything right because i i honestly haven't seen an episode <laughs> saw saw some really great <laughs> some clips of, the of clips your work are, you're
3: kind of snaggy, hilarious funny. is it is oh, yeah. that
4: its undertone or is that its overtone
3: no that would be its undertone and that's really uh, that is sort of my note more. Um, I get to do everything though, and that's why she's an incredible character to play. I feel so lucky that, really, to be playing this not only this queen, this uh, this powerful woman, um, who's also very at times dark, and her her actions are at times very questionable. Not to her, she's um, feels completely uh, justified in her and. Uh, Tyrannical things that she does at times, which makes it so, so... does Bart. Don't worry about exactly. it, he does the same thing, it all makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been fun because I've always looked for a way to find some humor in things. I think that it and they like to write that for me so I get to play in that world too
1: yeah it's like Mad Men is not a comedy but Roger's pretty but funny but
0: Roger's <laughs> really
3: funny
1: <laughs> so yeah. the best best dramas have that yeah. you know Sopranos had a sense of humor well
4: then I must have had a uh, very skewed impression because I went online and saw uh, just a composite of all the uh, zingers uh, my zingers <laughs> I'm
3: like oh it's hilarious the music is the yeah, yeah they give me a lot of zingers so yeah. I do um, I get to do that and I also get to weep, <laughs> weep over things as well <laughs> I get to you know stand around and let people's heads get cut off and then
0: oh fantastic Fantastic. Well, th- yeah,
4: there was a scene where your head's about to get cut off and you're reading a menu <laughs> and you're like, My daughter can't have prawns. So I'm guessing you didn't get <laughs> no, I, off. No, right?
3: I was practicing in case my Practice. husband was going to have well, my head removed. Right, so because
4: hilarious. he was doing
3: it with
0: other, you know, people's heads, right? Yeah. So you have to be ready for you that. You wanted to get fitted
4: for your <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to
3: look good when and if it was gonna happen.
4: The scene that I particularly enjoyed yes. was the one where you're don't I don't want to die a syphilitic <gasps> um uh, Mad woman, tell them I was helping poor children and they were starving and like, <laughs>
0: that's exactly. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So well, you, you have to think of what's going to come after yeah. you. Well, you, you have, have to understand
4: why I thought it was a hilarious show. I guess no, that's
0: I'm glad not... well, there isn't, it is. There is uh, that element okay. as well. There's Good. now, Paul. You did not know that I was going to do this, but we have a Uh-oh. question
3: mm-hmm.
0: from Ursula in New Jersey, from a listener, from a listener, A woman I work with today, uh, found fair out fair. you're going to be on, and she is a friend who loves you. <gasps> um, but she doesn't know where you live, so we're all safe. Okay. <laughs> and But I she... am
3: locked in the garage. We
0: flew her in from Jersey. No, but she actually had a question because we were just wondering, you know, what we could ask you. And so she really wanted to ask a real question. And it's it's a good question. Um, she just said if she had a chance to ask you a question, she'd want to know if the interpretation you're doing of Catherine was influenced by any other people you've seen play the part, or did you do it without watching any other actresses and just do it yourself without them in mind?
3: Um, I did not see anybody else play the part. So, um, I read some, uh, biographies on Catherine and I knew a bit about her historically. Mm -hmm. Um, and then really it was just
0: me so it's coming out <laughs> of your imagination yeah Good are there a you. lot of other performances yeah. of this
3: character out there I don't know that there, I don't feel Mm -hmm. like she is one that actually there is a lot. I mean, it's nothing like Elizabeth. um, And she's
0: a contemporary of Elizabeth?
3: Yes. Well, she was, uh, she was the mother of uh, Francis II, who was married to uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. So Mary, Queen of Scots grew up actually in the French court. Mm -hmm. And she was, as a little girl, she was taken out of Scotland and she was raised in France with Catherine de' Medici and her family and her many children, because Catherine had nine uh gave birth <laughs> to nine children seven what? survived well wow, that's then, a pretty good haul back, that's then. A, back then it was a lot and uh, and she didn't have them for a while so her i mean her story is actually fantastic catherine's it's very dark and very um what's so fascinating to me about her is that she didn't come with a title
0: Oh. because she
3: came from a uh, very wealthy merchant family in Italy and that so their power was in and they had a lot of money and they were very connected to Rome but she wasn't a royal there's no royal blood then there was no royal blood um. so her neck was often on the chopping block <laughs> at times and then until she could guarantee heirs to France no wonder she just started popping out babies. Yeah. Well, she did, <laughs> and it took, but it took ten years because she too was married at fourteen <gasps> to well, her husband, oh my and God. he didn't want to touch her. <laughs> well, that's
0: surprising. Actually, usually yeah. it's the opposite
4: problem. But, uh, no royal blood also explains the straight teeth and the normal sized ears.
3: Well, ah! <laughs> yeah, except for they weren't all, A lot of her children were very ill. Oh no. Um. Yeah, and. Um, She actually outlived three of her sons. She was queen regent because her sons were put on the throne when they were very young. Uh, One, the Francis who died six months after he or eight months after he was uh, became king, was only fourteen when he married Mary, Queen of Scots, and he was very ill. So she was very strategic. She was very smart, Catherine. um, and it was really—it's interesting because she was incredibly smart in the time for women. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy show, right? So <laughs> I know. That's everybody's sorry. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is we always get deep. Don't sweat it. <laughs> no, that's a deep right. about why I love
0: Catherine. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Ursula, thank you for your question, by yeah, the way. Thank yeah. you very much. We are yeah.
4: first and foremost journalists. Yes, we are definitely right. journalists. As you can tell, then. <laughs>
0: But she did. She outlived three
3: of her children who she was queen regent.
0: You know what, though? I mean, Elizabeth had to be smart, too. She never married. You have to think of that stuff.
3: That's why Elizabeth didn't marry, Mm -hmm. actually. And that's why Mary Stuart, who did have a a claim to the throne. In fact, Mary Stuart's son, James, became the king of England after Elizabeth died because she had no heirs. She had no heirs. Um, But you were going to give away a lot.
0: Yep. And especially as a woman to finally um, have power, the minute you marry you lose it. That is that is shocking. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah. I always go (sighs) and check
1: out movies and T V shows to find out how true the things are on the shows. Like as soon as I saw Braveheart I'm like, did the King really throw his son's gay lover out the window? (laughs) I what? He had him killed, I guess. I don't know if the...
0: But that's what art and and theater and music and everything, it it helps to do that because if you see Hamilton, they say, I saw an article where Google, during the times that Hamilton has intermission and after it's over, people are Googling to find out how much of that is real because Mm. they go, wait, this guy really did all these things and they start to learn about Hamilton. Kind of interesting
1: how rabid is your fan base?
3: It's pretty. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's getting more rabid by the <laughs> by the second. <laughs> even being here, I can feel it. It's happening.
4: oh, you'll get the movie guys bump. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. the and bump, oh, yeah, for sure. That's why I'm mm-hmm. here. Big, big I want the bump. Big <laughs> Want the bump? Um, not to sideline or er, oh, yes. no, sidetrack things, but go for, um, go um, for it. Yes. Oh, we go on a tangent. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, Born and raised in Canada. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh just to kind of steer the conversation into actual movies, uh you were in one of my oh, which I didn't realize was my Bart favorite wants until to talk I about discovered his favorite this. movie. You were in a movie called Hockey Night. And you were uh, how, may I ask you how old you were when you did that movie?
3: I was uh was I 15? I think I was oh, wow. 15. <laughs> yeah. And
4: cool. I saw this movie once. <laughs> once. And it has burned itself into my brain. Uh-huh. And it was this, this movie about a young girl. Do you would you care to brief us on this?
3: She was the all, only girl on an all boys hockey team. But so she ended up in this town. Kathy Yarrow was her the character's name. I'm sorry? Kathy Yarrow Cathy was Kathy Yarrow. And I mean, what was the town? Uh was it Huntsville? Where were we? Some some little town and with a lot of trees in the <laughs> north. Karen, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: oh, yeah? thread you into this conversation. Co star on hockey night. Rick Moranis
4: <gasps> yes Rick yes. Moranis was the coach Karen oh, is right. equally John in love Lover. with this Yeah. yeah. so fantastic. I saw this movie yeah. once and <gasps> I have you. never ever forgotten that movie well
0: I'm gonna watch it now and when I discovered I've you were gonna you be on the Rick show Maranis. and then
4: realized you were Catherine Yarrow yeah uh, I, I actually watched it at work again today. <laughs> 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 did you really yeah because it's on YouTube reason. the whole thing's on YouTube uh, um, and uh and all these memories came flooding back. It was on Nickelodeon when I was a child. <laughs> How many
3: memories came flooding back? <laughs> they were all good. <laughs> all well, good
4: Mostly memory. of your horny friend in that. That uh-huh. that friend of yours was that character of the of your friend was. Funny. That's really. Yeah, she was very funny, but she was trying to be the the hip friend and yeah. show you the ropes, and she failed. <laughs> Sorry, it was. Said mem- <laughs> memories coming back it reminded me of that movie. But um, I, for me, it was this weird place, Canada. Because I was born and raised in Ohio, Nickelodeon was our was our <laughs> Sorry, first window okay. into the North. I mean, Canada's
0: great though; right? they have the best comedians, the best writers, best culture. Absolutely, Canada's awesome. It best looked, bacon. It looked best a lot bacon. like
4: America, but there was something off about it—the way they talked and the way they interacted and the things that they were. They're actually important. nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, born and raised in Cleveland. So the other question yeah. I have for you. Now, that yeah. I, that was just me strolling down memory lane. Okay. Thank you for being next to me <laughs> yes. while that happened. That You're was welcome. amazing. Um, Paul read off a, a tremendous list of television credits. Uh, one was not mentioned, and I'm curious. Uh-oh. Were you ever on Grassy Junior High? No.
3: I know you'd think so, you right? You would think. This is no, what I was thinking. How did that not. happen? Oh. I was never on Grassy. Did
4: you ever t- audition? No. Uh, that's it? why what, she wasn't. It on wasn't it. the thing that every. <laughs> that's kid, the only reason. But it wasn't the thing that every child actor in Canada did or went through. <laughs> um,
3: not this one. Okay, well, you gotta have like, so, you gotta have something you can say. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say <laughs> no. no to something. <laughs> you gotta say something. To, well, they're yeah.
4: bringing it back, so there might be. Oh, there you an opportunity go. Go. For, right? Yeah, there's yeah. like the fourth installment of this. Should be How about like a uh, mean
3: teacher, Degrassi. Or? Yeah. How about <laughs> Switchback? <You ever laughs> or the or the hot senior high school girl that
4: comes in from another town? We're not too sure. And she plays hockey. Yeah, she plays hockey.
0: No, there was a TV show at 10 o'clock on Sundays that I absolutely watched, like church, because I didn't go to church, and it was called Switchback. No, you were too busy on the CB. I was really on the CB, <laughs> Sing hanging on out, the CB. singing on the CB. Fending <laughs>
1: off Darth Vader's.
0: Yeah. There was a guy named Sean Thompson, <laughs> and he had a TV show, it was a talk show called Switchback, and it was out of Toronto, and I loved it. And he used to take a Ken doll and put him in a Kentucky Fried Chicken barrel and put him over the falls.
3: Nice. hmm I thought that's what he did. <laughs> he was the that, greatest. That's what you were watching. I right? was watching that. Well, that yeah. was Canada,
4: right?
0: Yeah. yeah Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it depends on which falls. We was Canadian side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is another
1: mm-hmm. good Canadian, right?
0: Yeah. Rick Moranis. Dan Aykroyd.
1: If you could have, I put this to the table, someone in your head, in your like head. in this <laughs> like in this movie, Criminal, mm-hmm. where Ryan Reynolds gets in Kevin Costner's head. Who would you want? Bill Murray. Well, yeah. There you go.
4: Who would I want in my head? Well, Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> that's right
3: yeah they're, they're done <laughs> done I think you somebody wanted the voice of Scarlett Johansson yeah, well. that's <laughs> true I, I think she's let's right let's be honest she's about right. that yeah. well, speaking of which no, I want her in, in my pants not
2: my head <laughs> Yeah. What well, was this she's got to uh, start somewhere <laughs> 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 she is playing and a snake
1: yes.
3: yes what oh. about this
1: cutting of Jungle Book I didn't know anything about this Jungle Book was cut because of some uh, potentially offensive material
3: Cut from. Well, no, it was it, re-edited. It was re-edited, up? and p- parts of it were. Well, cut the other out? thing I was, gonna, I mean, it's pretty terrifying when you see the, the the trailer. It's interesting. I mean, you do go from like the memories of the animated one, which is sort of Mowgli, and dun, 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 you know. So now this was like, Rargh! yeah, that thing's like right ter- in your oh, face. Ferocious, it's like, yeah. You know, it is yeah. like. I think the kids are going to need a little extra cuddling <laughs> when they come home from watching <laughs> Jungle Book. I don't know. No, honestly, though, Paul, <laughs> you're re- referring to
4: my comment about how they had to re-edit. They, when they re-released the, anim- the original animated, 1966 animated version, right. there was a song and I don't, well, obviously, oh, I'm sure. that yeah. was re either cut out or huh. edited because it was vaguely racist for today's modern sensitivities. Yeah, I still get
1: shocked when I watch Holiday Inn, and they're all in blackface. Yeah, it's yeah. this lovely Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire <laughs> <and laughs> movie. That's <They're laughs> something they're all in blackface, singing some tune about plantations, Yeah, not good.
2: Yeah,
1: but that uh, Jungle Book will win the box office, right?
0: Um, well, it does have stiff competition with <h-huh> that barbershop movie.
4: Yeah, those
1: <h-huh> were all hits.
0: <h-huh> I was hard to. It wasn't a Tyler Perry
4: barbershop, though. Oh no, Tyler Perry barbershop would have been like box office
1: gold. Yeah, so. With this, I want to go back to this rain, the rain fan base, because I looked yes. at the the Facebook page and there's people like Catherine uh, de Medici rocks. She steals every scene she's in. So you show up at Comic Con. What sort oh of my uh, gosh. what sort of experience was that?
3: Um, we were still pretty new when we showed up at Comic Con, um, and it was actually it was fantastic to feel the support of the show. It was the, and I it was the first time I'd ever been to an event like that. Oh, yeah. And it's a kind of and that's the biggest,
1: so they thrust you well, right in. It yeah. is,
3: and it's actually amazing that it's really uh, it's really a, a gentle spirit. I mean, it's a lot of adults dressed up mm-hmm. in make believe costumes and I mean what we do for a living but people who are really kind of want to be out there and celebrate. So I think there will be more of that as rain uh, the, as the fan base for rain grows and grows. But I am I do feel incredibly lucky and I am new to, you know, the the Twitter and the Instagram world. I'm <laughs> new to this thing, <laughs> you know. He's you know, He's <laughs> you techery.
0: You might end up being a Halloween costume. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. that's kind of
3: cool. Yeah, I was thinking, actually, I should, for one Halloween, (coughs) put my own costume, do like half... With a crown and then half with a red braid and go sort of like half Anne on this side and half Catherine on You would create (laughs) all sorts of
0: craziness down at the Hollywood carnival, yeah. But -hmm.
4: you mentioned something that I noticed when I went to, I haven't been to many cons. Mm. That's what we call, what they call
0: them. They call them the cons. Um, Mm. Paul
4: took me to uh, Disney, no, uh, what was the con? WonderCon. WonderCon. uh, Several years ago before it became super, super huge, right? It's like, it's blown up since then. It's blown up. It's still
1: not as big as San Diego, but they moved it to L.A., uh, okay, and so more freaks showed up. So <laughs> because it was close, okay. you mentioned at Anaheim. It was just far enough away, but now the oh, it's not in Anaheim
4: anymore. No, they moved no to it's LA in LA. Year. So you had mentioned something about this this warm, welcoming feeling, mm. this peaceful. I felt like the toughest guy in that room, ah, and it was yeah. it was really nice because no one had any attitude. There was no, no aggression. Yeah. Usually, when you get into a crowd of that many people. <laughs> If you go to a, a, a hockey game or a basketball oh, yeah, game no. or, a, a, God forbid, a boxing match. I mean, it's anything can break out at any moment, and you, you're kind of keeping your head on a swivel. At these places, it's just everyone's everybody's friend. It's That's the greatest That's because thing everybody's
0: the there to participate, like you were saying, to dress up and have fun and very accepting of other people mm-hmm. who want to be playful. It's yeah. great. Go with
4: yeah. sexy Catherine Medici. That's Medici,
0: fun. Medici? Medici? De Medici. De Medici.
3: De Medici. De Medici. De Medici. It's
0: Italian. Are you it's, Italian at
3: all? No. That's cool. Well, I, uh, Just one between action and kind <laughs> <of hockey. laughs> uh, with a little French thrown in there. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's go back to the beginning. So Anne of Green Gables. The, 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 let's go back I to Anne. Hockey, hockey night, night. Oh, her
3: her mother. <laughs> there's
0: ninety-three
1: credits. I mean, we could talk all day. But the I, I think of Anne of Green Gables is uh, putting you on the map. But it wasn't your far from your first job. Yeah. Yeah. They so, said
0: something in IMDb about you playing on a doing a, a gesture on a bus. Something, uh, oh, well, that commercial the first, was the first
3: thing I did was a commercial for Bell Canada, and we were supposed to be kids out of the back of the bus, kind of like you know, making faces and everything. And my grandfather had taught me a gesture, ah. and I was doing something and making, and I was told that that was a little too rude, I wasn't supposed to, I wasn't at least given the finger, you know. Well, was th- nice, yeah, but you know,
0: good for you. And yeah. that was just you improvising,
3: yeah, excellent
0: work, excellent. Thank you. Hey, Thank mm-hmm. I,
1: I, I was in a Canada Bell commercial, you I sold a cell, cell phone to a monkey. <laughs>
2: That's that Canadian you sense guys of humor there.
1: Yeah. Was, it, was it Canadian belly? It was one of those? Paul, yeah. that wasn't a monkey. That was well, just I Canadian. Remember specifically, I got—I was told I'm going to have a national commercial, but that nation was Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so I made some money. I didn't, yeah, make, yeah, a ton you of didn't money. make a lot. I didn't make quite of money, the, the no. money I thought yeah. I was going to make, but it was still pretty cool. Uh, but then, of course, something that stands out, and I highlighted it right away. Facts of life.
0: <gasps> God, yeah. Joel Polnicek's cousin? I was. I, I was love just... that. Whoa, you really
3: researched it. <laughs> I loved the facts of life. I know you life. loved it. It's true. Multiple episodes? Um no, I think it was just one. Mm-hmm. We, they yeah. were gonna maybe at one point do a spin off and that didn't happen. Oh, um so, that's but cool. I was yeah, I was Joe's cousin in New York. I worked in a garage. Well, I was so, a tomboy. Of course. So you're
0: always playing somebody with a little bit of an edge. Yeah. Yeah, because Anne wasn't a wilting flower. No. You know, so that's cool. And the kid on the bus, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. So, really, you're going to probably kick our asses by yeah, the end I of the know. show. I, I've locked you all in. my
3: <laughs>
4: like, oh, yeah. Hang on. So, a you second. come from an acting family. I do. Your mother and father are both established actors in Canada, stage, right?
3: Uh, yes. And, okay. yeah.
4: Um, so what was was America was Hollywood the goal cuz you have a bunch of Canadian awards I don't know what they're called Junos or <laughs> they're whatever. They're called Geminis. Geminis part. or Juno. Junos the they Canadian keep changing music. It now, yeah. So, do they? Yeah. Yeah. so uh, growing up as a as an actress actor I don't know what the politically correct term what for what you do. They call them in do, Canada? And, yeah. What do they call actors? Um, well don't they all call, call <laughs> everyone call actors? Idios now? And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> They call and them and Tim Hortons Polar Bears. Um, Beaver
3: tails. <laughs> Beaver tails. <laughs> was Being that the goal?
4: Was it was it the dream to come to Hollywood to New York? Was it
3: um, I think the I mean, the goal was to keep working was always the goal. Um, yeah. And so sometimes I think in our, you know, if you can go to the States and you can get r- recognized and get work there, it can always help you get more work mm-hmm. at home. And that's just was. Uh, so that
4: really wasn't the wasn't like the objective.
3: Um no, it wasn't the objective. I mean, for me, the objective was doing really good work or ge- playing great characters. Oh, and you're I- one of those actors. Oh, God. <laughs>
4: yeah. Pride in work. Yeah. Passion about your job. Uh, See, that's the
3: thing
1: part that you'll understand eventually. <laughs> we want to keep working. Oh. Like, we're yeah. the one profession where we want to keep yeah, working. Everyone else is like, I can't retire. wait until I retire. But, you know, i got yeah, nine well, more years I, of I this crap. If I can come
3: to Hollywood and give birth to an alien on the X-Files, <laughs> <laughs> you can I don't do know anything. If that was the end game. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know That was my big Was that here
1: uh, when they were shooting?
3: here? That was here. Yeah, I didn't that's do that. In oh, Vancouver. you did it here. I Good did girl. that here. Now you that's that more of an right accomplishment. Here in Los Angeles. Good for I you. Birth to an alien. And now Good for you, you
1: live you. here, but you shoot rain in Toronto. I You're do. Yeah, funny.
3: and I, but I grew up in Toronto. So. Yeah. Yeah. The great TO. That's yeah. a great town. Have you been to
0: uh, the second city when it was still at the fire hall? Did
3: I you? have. And in fact, Amazing. actually, there's a very funny thing which I just. Retweeted, which was who said it first, um, Drake or Anne of Green Gables. There was, (laughs) oh, funny, that's great, Drake, like the rapper Drake, yeah, because he's from Toronto. Oh, oh, that's so funny because his new album is called the 416. Oh, nice, yeah.
1: Did you know, uh, you never did you ever meet Rob Ford?
3: (laughs) <laughs> Paul's just no. geeking I, he out. He said now.
1: 416. I thought it's around. It's like the first thought of guy. Yeah. yeah. No,
3: I didn't. Uh, and he is now passed. I mm-hmm. know. Yep. He just left us. He did.
1: I brought the show down. Yeah, yeah. I was really, saying that's all right. No, there. that's okay. No, well, that's I'll okay. Oh, let's get back to, to ch- more charming tales. Silver Bullet Ah, oh. uh, <laughs> there you go. Based on a Stephen King uh, novel I read a long time ago and movie I saw a long time ago. And how old were you in that? Uh, I
3: think I was 16.
1: Wow. So, what happens with no big deal to get into big horror movie, or is it like we yeah, wigged out you? a little bit?
3: Um, no, it was great. I mean, it was actually a, one of the funnier auditions. You know, it was like got it was Dino De Laurentiis. It was his studios that were going to be in North Carolina, and he was, but you know, I was meeting him here in L.A. And the car, the, the rent-a-wreck car, broke down on the way to meeting <laughs> Dino De Laurentiis. I think it was at the, the sunset. <laughs> Um, the hotel in Beverly Hills on Sunset, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. That would be the hotel in Sunset Hills. There's Beverly not a lot Beach. on <laughs>
0: Sunset right there. <laughs> be- and you know what that means, though, also? If your car breaks down, that's a lot of walking. <laughs> it is a lot of <laughs> that's walking. That's a so, big distance. You know,
3: I, so I just sort of got in there, and um, and my mom was like stuck with the car. And, and basically, Dino you know, was like, you know, he took a look at me, he grabbed my face, and was like, well, put it in the yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: word! he
3: Inspected you. Oh he inspected gosh. me. So I must. Yeah, he had to. It had to be the final. So I guess I must have auditioned somewhere earlier, but you had to get the nod from Dino. So that was literally
4: the extent of it.
3: I. That's my memory in the room. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah.
4: Who was also dead? Yeah. <laughs> so this is such
0: that. a lovely. But, <laughs> wow. hey, dead dead people?
3: We can talk about well. Richard Farnsworth Okay. So. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You worked with him. I, I, I cool, have right? worked with people that are still alive and well. Wow, <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's mm. true.
4: Oh, yeah, name two. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Okay.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm well, changing hey. gears for a second because wow. I hang
1: on to stuff. Yes. Behind the set here in our mm-hmm. garage studio, in our Garudio, is <laughs> a garage. So yes. stuff is back there, including my <laughs> wow. extensive career of premier magazines. And here's from from some time ago where... Uh, Megan follows was just a wee nip.
0: A wee nip. What's it say? And
1: uh, she was profiled in the Cameo section of Premiere magazine. <gasps> do you remember doing this? Oh, I do. Wow. Oh my! Wow, that's, okay. that's awesome. You're hot She's now, hot. but that is hot. So this is She's me. really hot. She's oh, super cute. <laughs> super <laughs> cute. That is <laughs> true. Thank She's you. very
0: 14 year old. How old are you? Oh, you're
1: killing me, Paul. What? She's not 14. in yeah, no, picture. she, she
3: looks older picture. in that picture. Um, I would have probably been closer to 27. No, no not still it's not legal.
1: Calm down Bart,
3: <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh, but it's profiling you uh, in a uh, is it stacking. Is Ants that a movie? Off. Stacking, yeah, yeah. Talks about your Bell Canadian commercial and a lot of things we covered here, Sil- <laughs> Silver Bullet and Anne of Green Gables. Wow. Uh, but you do say something interesting in here.
2: Uh-oh. uh oh. No, I just like
1: this. A good role to me is a good role. When young people are portrayed realistically, they're just as fascinating as older people. So you can find all their colors in so many screenplays that I read. It's rare that female characters are more than just somebody's girlfriend or. The girl that comes in to get somebody laid, and then something like mm-hmm. stacking comes along where the character is uh, younger, but it's like, wow, I can really do something here. I like the idea that. Did you struggle with this at all when you were a child actor? Because many child actors, Bart and I talked about this on the show. When you're a kid, playing a kid, it's bad. When you're kid being a kid, we can that's good, yeah. right? Like we can tell right away if you're putting on kid, right. Did you get? Did, did you develop that on your own? Did you get a lot of great direction? How did you so successfully have a child actor career?
3: Um, I think I was really lucky that I had it in Canada in a way because again, it, the the it wasn't like the trappings were going to be so huge and. To lure you into a um, – uh, there's a lot of people, in fact, that I worked with. There's some, not a lot, but, you know, Corey Haim was one. So we were talking about the silver bullet, mm-hmm. and he didn't uh, – he's obviously not with us today. Haim. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Um, and it, it's um, – I, w- I just felt really lucky to be, to have great – roles and I mean another one that I had done was uh and, and it was a short film that won an Oscar in 19 uh in the 80s um it was called Boys and Girls based on an Alice Monroe short story um about a young girl who sort of works on a fox farm with her dad and wants to um be seen as a as a, as a person not just as a as a girl as, as she's growing older so I had I was exposed to roles um like Anne, where there you were, you were like the lead character. As I said, you were, you were just you were driving the action forward. You were, um, you were Kathy. You were wanting to be on the on the team, doing something, and it kind of gave me this taste for wanting to be um, the primary character, or or the way we all want to be. And so I don't know if that really answers your question about uh, kids being kids, but I think that it is part of that. I
1: guess the roles, you say, kind of dictate.
4: Well, you you weren't asked to be a kid. You were just asked to be... You weren't asked to act like a child. You were asked to be a kid with a role. Yeah. So you weren't all oh, shucks, gee Willikers and
3: zany and goofy. I'm a kid. Yeah, and messy. you weren't doing Dennis the Menace uh, or something. I hate that crap. No, <laughs> I was. Um, and Anne was tricky because Anne was uh, it was definitely a very iconoclastic character. There was a lot of people who had a very strong idea of wh- who they thought she was. And I um, had not r- read the book before I got the role. Um, I had not seen that there was a musical that existed, and I, I read the book, had a reaction to who I thought she was, this character, um, had my own feelings about it, and expressed that, so I was um, kind of, there was an ownership, I think, that happened.
1: How did you avoid a lot of the young actor trappings? You know, you hear the stories about <laughs> actors who go off the deep end or into dark places after a, a, a childhood actor career
4: I, I, how did you f- how did you beat drugs and alcohol how <laughs> uh, I, I, I,
3: I got knocked up and I got married oh. uh, so I had children Really, that'll slow you down <laughs> uh, there yeah. but then Actually again true um, but
0: then again you also had to go from being a young actress into a teen actor into a young adult actor into an adult woman, that's a lot of transitions.
3: It is a lot of transitions. I did have my children. I did have my, when I was 23, I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'd already been working since I was nine, so it seemed like a long time. But my daughter, who's a little bit older than that now, I just think, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, Missy. Um, You know, uh, how I, I also went and worked in the theater. I wanted to be able to play certain roles. I wanted, and I played Juliet actually when my daughter was just born. I went to Stratford, um, our Shakespearean Theft festival, and I wanted to. Um, I wanted to say that I had done that and could do that. So I think that the theater, and uh, you guys are obviously in comedy, and if you were doing a lot of stuff at Second City, I think there's an incredible discipline that's mm-hmm. required, um, and it's also not going to be about. The money, no. um, and it's not always going to be. It's not going to be about celebrity. Um, so uh, all of which I love the money and I love the celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trade, but that's okay. But, I, ha, but you end up having gratitude for that, right? When because you've, you worked because you've worked and you haven't had it, or mm-hmm. you've worked really hard and done s- things that you feel really proud of that maybe very few people have seen, mm-hmm. or maybe you've really tried something and you didn't succeed at it and you failed, but you had the you, that's what you get to do in the theater as well. Yep. So you get to grow.
1: But that's the living in the moment thing that Karen was talking yeah. about with Bill Murray. It's like, you're not making money to half the time at theater, but man, is it just fulfilling when you're doing it. Yeah. It's just your life is, you has feel, meaning for you.
0: Yeah, you feel like you're participating in your life. every Because everything's on the line. I am one of these crazy actors <laughs> who loves when something goes wrong on stage. Yeah. Because then I just feel like that's, what I'm good at—that's
3: electric. Too. Yeah, you just gotta, come
0: alive, and you just—you yeah. s- can't say anything yeah. to the other person. You just look at him. You're like, "I got this. I can make this work." Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. The audience has no idea, but you're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I love that." But I don't want things to go wrong. But when it does, I'm okay. Absolutely. It's did you exciting. get
3: into
1: a method as you grew older?
3: Um, you know, I didn't. I st- I did s- <laughs> I did study. Um, I did some. Classes with Sandy Marshall, who did uh, Oh yeah, Eisner, uh-huh. um, right? Because I think you do. with my brother Kevin, yeah, um, Sean O'Brien. Yep. Oh, the great Sean O'Brien Sh- who was here Great weeks Sean ago. O'Brien, who is a very, very talented, very funny actor. Man, mm-hmm. that my brother-in-law <laughs> has me yeah, always in stitches. Um, so, and I, so I think classes are really important. I don't prescribe to a singular method. I don't. That's just not what works for me. Um, I like kind of uh I, I mean I love characters I love I want to kind of know them and breathe them and be them and um, but there's also a real technical side too especially in when we're in film and television it's a different world you have to have a technical understanding and television you don't always have the luxury you don't have the luxury of time Yeah. Right. Um, so you have to know how to um, get somewhere f- fairly quickly get in own that role and and take it on because uh so i envy actors that I, when i hear that they you know had months to become so and so and they were living that and they only spoke in that accent <laughs> the whole time. right i mean yeah i think that's amazing <laughs> i've never had the um i've never
1: you don't go full daniel day lewis
3: i've never had the, <laughs> the 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 luck the luxury, never had the luxury of that, that. i've to never it, had yeah. that you know
0: yeah we um put up plays in about two and a half weeks and that seems like a luxury
3: yeah yeah
1: now you uh, said you played Juliet. Is there a stage role now uh, that you know that now that you're interested in?
3: Well, there's many that I'm I'm interested in. It's funny. I just went and saw at the um, at the is it the the, the Broad Stage in um, here in Santa Monica the the Beckett. There's a trilogy of Beckett oh, um, that's playing there. Not I. Um, it's come from an actress from Ireland. It was really. Um, Quite an amazing piece of theater to see. Well, that's
1: good. Because I just went to Chicago and went to the Chicago Shakespeare Theater out right on Navy mm-hmm. Pier and saw this guy from the Royal Shakespeare Company do this one-man show that he wrote about a guy he saw in a Thomas Gainsborough painting, and he made this whole show. Wow. And I was sitting there going, uh, is anybody from here from California? You need to see this. this guy's yeah. acting. It's amazing. <laughs> He's acting. Yeah. Yeah. People who are just winging it out in LA. Yeah. This guy. So they're really... Delivering it down there in the, Santa Monica.
3: Yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. Um, I used to see a lot of fantastic theater in L.A. Also through UCLA Live, yes, I see different mm-hmm. productions that would come in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved seeing the Mark Rylands, the, his all male Shakespeare's, and that was funny as a woman like seeing an all male Shakespeare. now, I was like, oh, really? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they rocked it. He was the best That's Olivia I've ever seen. Originally, how it was <laughs> done, right? Right. Yeah. yeah so. Oscar winner. Mark Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so there's a lot. I saw I just was in London and I saw um uh, a Check and I do um I have to say listening to Chekhov, I was like oh god those words are pretty you know everybody's having some <laughs> crisis you mm-hmm. know they they are really <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're on the estate and really life is well we know life is not you know give it another um 10 years and life's about to take a huge turn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um it's just those, those sort of incredible it's just having words to Live in and express things. Have you been on Broadway? I have not been on Broadway. No, I've I've done most of my theater work in Canada.
0: And you did um, the Stratford Festival? Yes. Yeah. See, we used to go up there as a school trip and check stuff out. Mm. Right. Oh, the
1: one in Ontario. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you what we ask every. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, here we go. What is your favorite movie of all time? I
3: I don't have a (laughs) a favorite movie of all time. I you know I I really fine.
4: Let me narrow it down for you. Ah! Favorite Tom Cruise movie? Oh, Don't no. listen
3: to him. I'm Don't not gonna listen. No. To him. Um, one of the movies that I actually have really loved is actually the poster is on your wall. It was one that came to me when you when I knew you were gonna ask me this question. She loves Safe House. Pets? No. Is it The Razor's
1: Edge? Bridesmaid. <laughs> Bridesmaid. Yeah. Bridesmaids. That's there you cool. go. That's yeah, off camera here.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna tell. Ta- actually, I love Bridesmaid. It's so funny. Um, I just thought it was effing hysterical. Yeah. You know, I had to be, All right. Um. I love that but I was thinking about that there's like movies that really impacted me at different times Mm -hmm. when I saw Toy Story 3 Mm -hmm. my my daughter was about to go off to college oh and Uh. I was like going as all those Toy Story movies were happening my kids were the same age my daughter was the same age as that and so I Wept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I yeah. wept through <laughs> Toy Story 3. And the moment <clears throat> when they're all heading towards the incinerator. Yeah. And, yeah. and instead of this big panic screaming moment, they. Just hold each other's hands like, well, if we're going to go, we'll go together. You know, I was like, oh! <laughs> you know, with my daughter and her teenage friends. Like, <laughs> like what the? Uh, Mom is, I want to talk If about you're
1: crying that. there, then yeah, afterwards, the, oh. the last 10 minutes of that no, movie. No, yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's just, just everybody's so,
3: at um, It's a great movie. Yeah, I love that. And then, but then when I was thinking, when I was, films like um, Death in Venice was a film that came. Oh, what is that? I don't know. Viscontis with... Uh, Dirk Bogart. No. This is where we're really missing out. This is amazing (laughs) (laughs) because this is a movie Paul doesn't know that's crazy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was one that I I remember just making a big impact on me. Um, And then you asked me a part that I I love, and so it's a film that I love, is um, Streetcar with with Brando and Vivian. So we're talking Brando version. I saw that Mm -hmm.
1: in Chicago with uh, Gary Sinise. Yep. And you know, people were saying he's too short. Not oh, if he acts geez. the hell out of it, he's not. yeah. He was fine. <laughs> and I mean, that's it, but, an incredible play. Killing everyone on that stage was John C. Riley as Mitch. Anyway, yeah wow. uh, It was a great production. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh man. And what a great movie. And and you know, Brando way ahead of his time. in yeah. that And well, on the but Vivian
3: Leigh is brilliant in yeah. that movie too. She is brilliant, and the chemistry between those two actors and they really they are two different schools mm-hmm. and they come together and that's what I think is so fascinating too when you asked about styles mm-hmm. and what do you do and she'd been doing that play in London um that Laurence Olivier had been directing her in at that time and he was obviously Brando was doing it in New York with Jessica Tandy and they put those two together, and I don't think they got along. Um, Perfect. You'd hear stories about that with him and and Amanyani, and the other one I love, which is the fugitive kind. Feel free
4: to him. give us as many details about <laughs> the fight they had.
3: Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. You just hear, but you just watch it. What do you hear?
4: Yes. What do you hear?
3: <laughs> well, you just look at this, the the chemistry on film, and again, but the but the structure of that piece, and of cor- course, incredible direction and language. Just the, these words that these these characters get to speak this poetry Mm -hmm. talking you're talking about Bill Murray and poetry and I mean it's pretty magical when when you actually get to do a scene and it's obviously not really naturalism because they're all of a sudden they're speaking this but it's something that just absolutely exquisitely says what you're feeling or what you are afraid to feel or Wow, this got really shit. <laughs> e- <laughs> e- <laughs> wow. Okay, it is a garage and it is late at it night. You did We're ask me and I did warn you that I didn't it. have one. Well you had three it. and then one we haven't heard yeah,
0: of. Yeah, one we haven't heard of. That's really impressive. What was it? Venice? Murder death, in Venice? No,
3: Death in Venice. M- death in Venice. Yeah, you have to write yeah.
1: down. All right, Karen, listen, let's uh, That's cool. uh, take things out the the way you always do with Karen's birthdays or Google the picture while the birthdays of those who make the movies. Take
0: it away, Karen. All right. So, first, we're going to start by wishing a very happy birthday to a friend of the show, Brendan Beiser, who turns 46 but can play anywhere from a Canadian to an American. And uh, Paul and I first worked with our friend Brendan back when we did a Renaissance fair. He played a sailor named Kent Swim. <laughs>
4: Kent Swim? That's Kent yeah, Swim. It was funny. the it's greatest a, we he a was, fair?
0: He was fantastic. But here's what's kind of cool he worked in, um, he was known for playing Agent Pendril in The X Files. But I don't think you worked with him though, because he was up in uh, Vancouver filming, and he was always in the um, FBI whenever yeah, Scully, no, Scully would I, come I, in. I
3: died giving birth to the the alien baby, so I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't make it not. past the, se- the, the 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 you know the trailer oh, or the It was gone before the credits. Oh no! You know
0: what? That was my favorite part because Paul and I would tune in and we'd watch, and then death during the alien baby thing, and then we'd be like. Oh my gosh! How can you possibly turn it off now? Well, exactly, especially because I you didn't know? know that
3: I was having an alien baby, oh. so I start thinking I'm just having a sure. baby, and then it like comes out and it's put on my lap, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> that's fantastic. And then they just yeah. inject me with some serum because they would known that I know too much. Oh, oh. so then they put they you out. Me? They, they killed, me. killed her. Jeez,
0: yeah. she might talk, you know. She <laughs> just had an alien baby. baby. I don't recommend ah, it. No, yeah. no, But um, our friend Brendan also did Excess Baggage with Alicia Silverstone and Benicio del Toro and The Tooth Fairy. Quite an illustrious career. Is that Diesel or The Rock? The Rock? Okay. That's The mm-hmm. Rock.
4: Yeah. What am I thinking of? Nanny? The Pacifier. Pacifier. And
0: also, he was in oh, what Reservoir a, sorry, Dogs. What a what?
4: horrible name for a title. <laughs> the movie. Tooth Fairy? The Pacifier. Oh, The Pacifier. Yeah. That movie literally sucks. Oh,
0: yeah um also this is just kind of a crazy thing but brendan appeared in an episode of rain he played edmund on an episode called abandoned hmm. i don't expect you to remember no. working with him but how did crazy i kill is that? him did
3: i uh, let's oh, hope so did i
0: put him in a dungeon <laughs> did i you can probably let's say yes let's yeah. just say he probably killed him <laughs> i didn't realize that when we were doing all this i just wanted to say happy birthday to him and i saw i worked on an episode of rain which I thought was exciting and then let's wish a very happy birthday to Giancarlo Esposito who turns 58 and he is going to be uh, opening the um, what is that thing the, the jungle book this book. week he's playing the wolf so he can play anywhere from a wolf to a usual suspect you'll know him from the usual su- suspect. I was gonna say I, re- I recognize
4: mm-hmm. that name from earlier previews of the show <laughs>
0: yes that's right he his voice <laughs> appears right alongside Bill Murray's voice <laughs> And also, you may have heard his voice in the opening credits of The Electric Company <gasps> when he was just a little kid. When he was seven, he sang the theme song.
4: Electric <gasps> Company. How
0: fun is that? And they that's, get that up in Canada? The Electric Company. Yeah, of course. of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, they, I used to watch it on the channel, the Canadian Channel 5. I would watch Electric Company and Mister Rogers because it was oh, would Mr. come Rogers, down. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Does anyone else remember Zoom? Oh, was yeah. that a Canadian? Come
3: on and zoom zoom, 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 Was yeah. that a Canadian We're show? Zoom, yeah. zoom, zoom, I think so. Zoom and Wonder Woman. We'll <laughs>
4: <laughs> All I remember is that song. Them sitting on a sign that says Zoom, zoom. and then red and yellow socks.
3: Yeah, oh,
0: Zoom. That's fun. That's good times. Uh, Also, I just wanted to bring up the fact that he was singing in The Electric Company, but then you'll also know him as Gus in Breaking Bad.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, wow. He
0: was amazing in that.
1: And going way back before that, do the right thing. do the
0: right thing. Why
1: don't you get some brothers up on the wall here? (laughs) Malcolm X, Michael Jordan, today.
0: At eight years old, he appeared in his first Broadway musical, Maggie Flynn. His mother was an opera singer, and she was pregnant with him while she was splitting the bill with Josephine Baker in Mm. France. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. So the guy can sing. He's absolutely gorgeous. He can play anywhere from like a sweetheart to like a killer. Yeah. I loved him in Breaking Bad. So happy birthday. You need to watch Mo' Better Blues
1: because he's smooth in that too. I would definitely Everybody, Denzel like and Wesley, they're all playing jazz. I mean, come on. Right. In the is Mo
0: Better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great And lastly, let's wish a happy birthday to Christopher Walken, who turned 73, by the way. How does wow. that happen? Wow. I don't know. <sighs> That's Without amazing. He could play anywhere from a deer hunter to a song and dance man to a psychologically unstable killer. He got an Oscar win for Best Pointing Actor in The Deer Hunter, as you guys all know. And Wait a minute,
4: that psychologically unstable killer, that's his walking around guy?
0: Yeah, that's just okay. him at the Albertsons. <laughs> that's just him so at don't the point Albersons. at him yeah. and say his name. <laughs> but um, he was George Lucas' second choice for the role of Han Solo. In the uh, New Hope, isn't that an interesting way to play, play Han Solo? Wait, Think in about the New that. Hope?
4: Oh, in the in New Hope,
0: 1977. Oh my God, that Star would Wars. have been horrible. It would have been interesting. So that brings up my interesting Millennium thing.
1: Millennium Falcon. Yes, <laughs> <It's> the
0: fastest <laughs> ship in the
1: galaxy. I was just it's gonna say Paul, how fast it goes.
0: Can you give us a little Han Solo as <laughs> Christopher Walken? That's How about when he talks to Princess Leia? Um, what's that thing? I don't know.
1: I can imagine quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even claim to do walking. but know. everyone does them anyway. But yeah. that's you do I'm Jack, you do walking, okay. even though you don't
0: do it. So, Bart, here's a couple. You can either pick a Christopher Walken movie quote or just a personal quote. What am I
4: supposed to do here? Try
0: your best Christopher Walken. Oh,
4: I do not have a Walken. I don't have one either. I'm neglecting my other guests. Enjoy yourself. You'll find the young ladies stimulating company. <laughs> I had it at the beginning then I lost it at the end. That's
0: good. <laughs> At the end, you
4: could have said, like, two with the frog. <laughs> 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 are you gonna make, now Megan has to do it. Oh, one. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, go
0: ahead. There's Give a funny a one on the, the well, bottom. Well, why am I,
4: I the one that's supposed to be doing this? Know, this one, like, Paul's good. No, Megan, this my good hair one. was famous before I was. And then, Megan, try that The one. scooching. Kind
1: of cute. Wait, what are these quotes from movies? or From just him talk? and life. Oh, gotcha.
3: The last one's funny. Bear costumes are funny. Bears as well. <laughs> that was awesome!
0: <laughs> you did a better one than <laughs> that I did. Was awesome Paul, would you like to try one? What do we got? Now we have some stuff in the deer hunter, but the ones in the bottom are just him spouting.
1: You're talking to me all wrong. It's the wrong tone. <laughs> do it again, they I'll stab you in the
0: face. <laughs>
1: the soldering iron. <laughs> hey, tell me, does your mother sew? Boom, oh, get her to sew that.
0: Thing. <laughs> is he Italian? What is yeah, it I mean? don't, he, he kind he of put said, a little
2: Italian on it. Okay, there,
0: so uh, they were talking about why he speaks with this kind of broken thing. He said he grew up around immigrants, And he grew up learning English from people who didn't speak English (laughs) (laughs) as their first language. So whenever he takes these unusual pauses, it's because that's just how he learned to speak. Worked for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Because usually when people take those odd pauses It's because they're trying to think of what the word is Mm. More
3: screen time More (laughs) screen time That's
0: brilliant Now Bart you know how much I love when celebrities sing This is
4: true Megan I don't know about you But this happens to me almost every day People stop me on the street And they say tell me two interesting things about that Karen Volpe And the first thing I tell them is that hair in her head is hers It doesn't come from her
0: nose (laughs) Good to know
4: Secondly I tell them she loves when celebrities sing
0: I do, and I, I, I couldn't find you singing anywhere, otherwise, y- that's probably good. <laughs> You would have been being thrown under the bus. But instead, Christopher Walken, he sings all the time, clearly, and this is actually a pretty great little clip here, singing a little You Can't Take That Away From Me for a PBS special for Gershwin. The way your smile just be Notice he has those weird pauses still, though. The way you sing
1: off-key He's got, dulcet no He's got a velvet dreams. fog I
2: like it No no they can't take that away from me So happy birthday no, all you guys they can't take that nice. away from me yeah, there you
0: go Brendan and of course Esposito there
1: Giancarlo Carlo. Esposito. All right. Well, Very thank you, cool. Karen. Uh, that wraps the movie showcast. Uh, together, we are The Movie Guys. Individually, we are. Follow, Karen <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys, on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, iTunes, Instagram, LinkedIn, even whatever. We're there. Uh, thank you uh, to all of our new listeners on WRFA 107.9 yes. in Jamestown, New York. Please come back every Monday night at 8. And thanks to Megan Follow. So what are we plugging? 25th of April. Rain is back. Rain is back. Catch everything up to now on Hulu.
3: Absolutely.
1: And you say you're trepid. You're getting slowly into social media, or is there a place we should go?
3: Um, Well, I am. I've got Meg follows. I'm on Twitter and uh, I'm I'm on Instagram. So I'll make sure I go follow you. Meg underscore Meg underscore follows. I'm
0: gonna follow Meg underscore follows. (laughs)
1: And we'll thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing Yay. contributions to the show every week. And as ever, we owe everything to, to Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at movieguys.net. Next week, uh, we're off. So you'll have to find out about... We're Hunts-
0: off. We're going to go meet Bill Murray. Uh, it's very exciting. The
1: Huntsman Winter's War that's coming out. You'll have to learn that from somebody else. But you know what? You can probably guess what's
2: going on in the movie. <laughs>
1: uh, but tune in to where you normally find our show, as we'll be posting a Best of Jokes and Bits compilation from 2015. So we will see you in 2 weeks. Woo-hoo. Thanks again, Megan. Yay! Best rehearsal ever, Megan. Woo! <laughs>